Welcome to today's Rally Point Men's Meeting. I'm Pastor Wes, and today let's join the men of Rally Point as they speak about letting your yes be yes. Let your yes be yes today. Let's join them in the midst of their conversation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you're so good that you got us through another week. Lord, that you uh, watch over us, that you take care of us. Lord, that you uh, you bring us through all situations, Lord. Lord, even though uh, we're in a, a different time here, Lord, with uh, unrest, civil unrest and, and COVID-19, Lord, but you protect us. You watch over us, Lord. You always watch over your people. You always protect your people. So, Lord, we invite you here this morning. We invite your spirit to guide us and to teach us and to lead us. Lord, that we might leave this conversation better than we came. We love you and we honor you. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 How's everybody doing this morning? Great. Great. Everybody doing okay? Yeah. Nice. 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 Well, welcome to the Rally Point. Yeah. Hey, this morning, there's certain, you know, I, I was I was thinking about, you know, um, just meeting with you guys and discussing, uh, you know, just men things and, and discussing, you know, uh, the Bible and stuff. And there's certain things in the Bible that we always have to come back to. All right. So we, we notice that with the attitudes, right, no matter what, that you always have to come back to them because there's no way. That you can grasp it in one sitting, two, two uh, go-throughs, three go-throughs, four go-throughs. You're probably going through that your whole life. And even, you know, while you're on your, your, your deathbed about to meet Jesus, you'll get a, re, uh, a, revelation, a revelation on a, on the attitude that you've read 500 times by that time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's certain things that you, have, that you have to keep coming back to in order to renew, refresh, right? To make sure that you stay on the right path. Right, and and this morning I want to kind of come back to uh, a topic that we've discussed a couple times um, in our rally point meetings, and um, it's it's worth kind of going over again and refreshing and renewing, right? And that's 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 letting your yes be yes and your no be no, right? Um, and in, in in Matthew chapter five, right, uh, verse thirty seven. To 39, right? I'll, I'll read the verse that I'm, that I'm going to be talking about this morning. And it says, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes, and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. This morning I want to talk about your yes being yes, and your no being no. It's so important, guys, right? Um, when we talk yeah. about rally point, we talk about men of integrity, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important... That our yes is yes and our no is no. Yeah. And, and just for the sake of conversation, hey, uh, Andre, you're you're the man in dark over there. Um. <laughs> so just for the sake of conversation, what does it mean for a man's yes to be yes and his no to be no? Why is that important? Uh, isn't that funny? That was my reading yesterday, but my reading was in James. It said, let your yes be yes and no be no, not be part of this one and that one. And it says, lest you face judgment. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's in James. James 5.12. Wow. Yeah. James 5.12. Wasn't James the brother of Jesus? I believe he was, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a biological <laughs> So that means that Jesus... Even though Jesus was God, he was human too. Amen. Okay. You got that right. Goodbye. Yeah. I had to say goodbye to Alex. <laughs> so, so why is it important, guys, for your yes to be yes and your no to be no? Well, you're not a hypocrite. 
You know what I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm gonna mute everyone or uh, you know what just mute yourselves guys and then when you when you uh when you come in you can just unmute yourself that way we can hear whoever's talking so just do me a favor and just mute yourself and then um, when I see you I'll call you in and you can unmute yourself to come in um, Bob Scalisi go ahead um, to, to me I think it, it speaks towards uh, character your character um, if you tell somebody yes you're gonna be there you know you hold to that otherwise uh, and if you can't make it be honest and say no otherwise it can uh, uh, affect your character hmm okay anybody else have a uh, another thought or another idea come on in John Cambio I was reading in, um, that scene in the New King James version verse 37 the end of it says uh you know, it says, but let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking this week after you put that message out on, uh, when you texted the, what you're going to be talking about this morning, I was thinking about it. And, um, you know, before I got into word, but I was thinking anytime you say more than either a yes or a no, anything more than that is usually an excuse, you know. Mm. And if it's an excuse, it kind of speaks to what Bobby was just saying about uh, uh, character, you know. And so if we know if we have faulty character, it's not coming from God, it's coming from the evil one, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, amen. If it's not, then it's coming from the evil one. What, what, why? Well, before we I ask, ask that question, um, anybody else have a thought on why should your yes be yes and your no be no? Why, why, why do you think? I think it, uh, I don't know if one of these guys came to ask me to help them, I don't know, do something, you know, move or whatever. Um, if I say yes, when I really mean no, and then I call later and say I can't make it because of my yes should have been a no, and that puts them in a spot, you know, where they don't have the help they need. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, goes, uh, that goes along with character. Yep. 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 I'm gonna come to John Martino because your hand was up first, and I'm gonna come to you, Raj. Go ahead, John Martino. Uh, it reminds me of that story about the uh, two sons. One one son, uh, the father wanted him to work in the field. One son said yes. One son said no. The one that said yes Say, 
know, it's really, I can't make it. You, you left him hanging. But what's happening there is not just leaving him hanging. You're setting yourself up. Your character has just been diminished by doing that. And like what John is saying, to be, to be integrity, to be integrity, either say yes or no right on the spot. Because that guarantees your truthfulness. And if you don't have that, your character is just going to be, oh, here comes that guy. We don't know if he's getting yes or no. And uh, But for, for me, it's guaranteeing my truthfulness and to be yes or no right up front. And it is true, we do say yes to a lot of things, but that just overflows our plate. And before you know it, you're forced to say no because all those previous yeses you have got going are being overwhelmed and you're just setting yourself up. So that's what I have. Amen. Amen. Ed Horton, I, I saw your hand up. Come on, Eddie, what do you got for me? Yeah, sometimes uh, you've got to learn from little children. The worst thing you can do to a kid is promise them something and then not do it. It, it's just, it, 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 uh, it takes your character down. You, you should always be a man of integrity. I always, if I say yes, and I didn't do it, I know darn well I would feel real guilty about it. But when something doesn't bother you, I mean, you don't care one way or another, and you become one way or the other, you know? Hmm, okay, okay. Donna Rubiano, you have a thought on this, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think everybody is right in some way, you know. Uh, it is probably Bob Felici said it, you know, it was spot on, and that is, has to do with your character, you know. The stability of your character, you know. You're not swayed one way or the other, you know. It's, it has to do with your integrity. You're trustworthy, you know. I think Roger said being truthful, you know. You're a man of integrity. Uh, I think it's all about that, uh, because... If your yes isn't a yes and no isn't a no, sometimes, uh, how can anybody trust you? You know, they can't, you're unstable. You know, you're all over the place. And you see that also in the in, in church. You see people that are so loyal, this, that, and all of a sudden kind of they're gone, you know? And uh, so I see it, I kind of uh, agree with Bob, with everybody, that it's, it's really a, a reflection of your character, you know? Yeah, yeah. Andre, any thoughts? I think uh, John hit it on the head just now, uh, totally. You know, spiritually, your yeses have to be yes and your no's no. But uh, it's all about your character. Your yes being yes and your no being no. Being there when you say you're going to be there and uh, not wait for it. You know, we walk back and forth in this life. We're not supposed to. So I think John had the uh, the best uh, analogy. Hmm. Dad, Raj, come on in. Um, I think we're missing the best part of all this is uh, it's not just our character; it's our Christianity. You know, are we true Christians? You know, I think that's our our goal because. <laughs> I think it was uh, John Cambio was, and you know, counted as evil. If we're not being true Christianity and not being truthful with ourselves before we even say yes or no, it's really for ourselves. And uh, we're just committing an act of evil just by no or yes, and it doesn't come to play. Hmm. So Christianity, I think, far secedes character, hmm. the way I'm going to look at it. Hmm. Have 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 we all uh, made oaths that we didn't keep? Huh? Yeah, I know I have in my past. You know, I've made oaths that I didn't keep. I've made promises that I didn't keep. Um, you know, um, and you know, the problem that we have here, and, and here's here's where the tension lies, right? The tension lies is is when we know this information, right? We know that our yes should be yes and our no should be no. So we never commit to anything. We, we're always waffling, right? Because we don't want to say yeah and then can't do it or really don't want to do it. And we don't want to say no to the person. So we're always in that place of, of, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Can I get back to you on that? 
right? Right, and, and it's really about honesty, right? It's really about honesty, and you know, you know that story that uh, John Martino brought up about the two brothers or the two sons, right? So one says, yeah, he'll do it, and he never does it. The other one says, no, but then he thinks about it, and he says, you know what? I should do it, and he goes out and he does it, right? It's better for us to, you know, to be like, hey, you know what? No, I can't do that, and then as we rethink it, say, you know what? I need to help my brother. My brother, my father needs help. He just needs to get done. So yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go do it, right? It's better that than for us to be like, oh, I don't know, maybe, knowing in our hearts that we're not going to be there, um, or saying yes and then not going at all, right? Or making an oath to someone, right? Oaths, oaths, oaths are things that we kind of, um, we, we, we swear and we promise that we'll hold to, um, and then we don't hold to it. You know, we, we, we go against it. You know, we break oaths, right? And that was a problem for mankind in general, which is why Jesus had to come on the scene, right? Because mankind would make oaths to God. And then every single oath that they would make to God, they would break it, right? So God had to make an oath for himself. So Jesus had to come on to make an oath as God in the place for man so that it can never be broken, <laughs> right? Because man is known for breaking oaths. Right, man's known for breaking oaths, you know. And in the scripture, it talks about, you know, they would swear by the temple, they would swear by uh, the throne of, of Israel, they would swear by this and swear by that, swear by Jerusalem, you know. And 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 Jesus is saying, hey, stop! Don't do that. Don't do that, right? Um, because these things are sacred things, and you're tarnishing these things when you swear by them, and then you break your oath, right? And that's where he's kind of getting with us. Are we considered sacred, guys? Huh? What do you think? Who wants? Rob Scalisi, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think we're absolutely considered sacred. Um, it, uh, you know, not uh, sacred in the way that Jesus was, but sacred, sacred in our righteous walk with the Lord and being upright with the Lord. Um I think if you look at yourself as anything less than that, it, 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 it would become easier to just kind of walk away or go to the crooked paths. Hmm. Hmm. Any other thoughts? Are we sacred, guys? Are we considered I, sacred? I think that just sparked something else. What's that, Alan? Um, you know, when we, we look at ethical and moral aspects of this, sometimes we're asked by people to go places or prove if they can do something or not do something or to hang out with them. You know, and uh, I'll just say some of my guys, I'm a supervisor, some of my guys, they Friday night there's a certain part of the parking lot, you know, they get okay to like drink beer and hang out after work. Sometimes I'm asked to go there. Now being a supervisor and a Christian, I shouldn't be going there and hanging out with that because you know the, the talk there and their actions there I shouldn't be around that so I should say no or they may ask to be approved to do something you know that's not ethical work wise you know and I have to say no you know and as a Christian sometimes we're approached with those kinds of things and we have to weigh the, ask the moral and ethical aspects of that and be a yes man or no man hmm no. hmm Hmm. Wow. Wow. That just that just brought that just brought like a, a ton of other thoughts to my mind. Um, Jesus said to weigh your options, right? To consider the course, right? Jesus said to consider the course before you do something, before you go out and, and plan something. Consider the cost, right? Um, lest you have a field that's half plowed. You have a building that's half built because you run out of funds or you haven't figured out everything that's going to take in order for that to be done, right? And, and how many of us consider everything when a situation or a question is brought to us, right? I mean, sometimes our hearts leap forward, right? And our hearts leap forward and we say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to do this. I'm, I'm in, right? And then we start to consider the cost. And we start to consider what it's going to take or what it's going to, what, what we're going to be responsible for. 
And then we realize that the cost is too expensive. And now we have to go back on our word, right? Now we have to bow out to something we've committed to, right? And like Roger said, it goes against our, our testimony, goes against our character, right? So, so are we holy? Are we considered sacred? What do you think? Are we considered sacred? Andre, come on in. Yes, we're supposed to be set apart. So we are. Amen. Amen. You know, that's biblical, guys. You know, um, and I know it may sound to some like, you know, Pastor West's head's bigger than, you know, all hours, bigger than the air balloon, right? But the fact is, is that you are considered sacred, right? Scripture says that um, you're a temple, right? Temples are sacred. Right? God God loves you. He loved you so much. He gave his only son to you. That's sacred. You're sacred to him. Right? And, and, and that being the case, when we swear something, when we say something, and then we go against it, we're defiling God's temple. We're defiling something that's sacred, which is us. Right? And, and that's, dude, this, this goes a lot deeper. Right? This goes a lot deeper. Right? Um... I don't know that we understand, you know, this simple phrase where Jesus just comes in and says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. It sounds really simple, but it goes so much deeper than just those words, right? It goes down to the core of who we are, right? It goes down to the core of what God sees in us. It, it, it actually addresses the heart. If you really want to kind of go there, it addresses the heart. Ed Horton, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I know, uh, Ed, you're, I'm going to unmute you, Ed. Come on, Ed. Come on in. Yeah. I was just going to say, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. I was just going to say, in my Bible, it tells me, it warns me. You know, you're talking about Jesus saying, weigh, weigh up the costs and all that. Mm. Uh, my Bible tells me, be anxious for nothing. Hmm. And I notice every dumb mistake that I ever made is when I was anxious for something. And uh, like you say, we shouldn't be, but sometimes we are. It's just our human nature, I guess. But sometimes you have to, like you say, you have to weigh the costs, or it'll come back and get you. Amen. Maybe financially, it might cost you marriage, it might cost you anything. But it's not wise to be anxious. And when you stop to think about it, it's such a truth. What do you got, a squeaky chair there, Ed? Oh boy. You sure you're not stepping on Harold? No. <laughs> uh so okay, what so what's the definition of integrity? What does integrity mean to you guys? Raj? Okay. Okay. Okay, John Cambio, what do you what's your definition of integrity? Well, if you think about it in construction terms, integrity is the ability for a certain material to hold a certain weight. So if there's a if it's a steel beam, if it's got integrity, it's gonna hold what it's supposed to hold. You know, if it's a piece of lumber, if it's a beam roger, uh, it's supposed to hold uh, 1,500 pounds over a certain stand. If it's got integrity, then hmm. it does what it was built to do. But if it doesn't have integrity, then it's going to crack under pressure. Hmm. Oof. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's powerful right there. What's that, Raj? Integrity equals strength. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Rob Scalisi. Yeah, I think... Um, you know, it opens opens it up from just uh, targeting character to all aspects of your life, the way people see you live your life. Um, like Alan was saying, you know, hanging around, you know, who you're hanging around with. If, if you, I guess, the easiest way to put it would be is 
is walking the walk and talking the talk. Walking the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. Rob Scalisi walking with a big stick. <laughs> John Martino, what do you think, brother? Is all these guys, are, are they on target? Yeah, I think uh, Cameo hit it right on the nose. I would say the, the degree to which we exercise uh, what we profess to be our belief. You know, we can say a lot of things, and it sounds good, but the degree to which you put uh, you put it into action and stand upon it is integrity. Hmm. Rubes, John Ruby, you uh, muted. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's gonna be your new nickname, Rubes. <laughs> You have an idea, or do you just agree with everybody? Right now, I'm just agreeing. That, that, <laughs> that ties it all together. Yeah, amen. Amen. Andre, anything? I think basically that's, uh, that's what it all shakes out to be. I think everybody's right. And your yes is BS, is in your nose, we know. Um, it's all about your integrity. So yeah, and here's here's the thing, right? So, if if you're yes, yeah, so so if you're a guy, right, which we all are, and, and if you're ever a guy that was ever in a place where, um, you've lost your integrity, um, you've lost trust in people, or people have lost trust in you, which is where we all were at some point, right? Because we were all sinners uh, until we found God's grace, right? Um, and we had to, God had to build in us integrity. He had to make it in us, right? And, and the way that he starts to do that, he starts to put the pieces of integrity together inside of you is by simply your yes being yes and your no being no, right? If, if, if I'm standing on my word to say, yeah, brother, I'll be there and I'm there, right? Or no, I can't. As much as that might hurt me or, or, or hurt you, but me just being honest, I can't. What I'm doing is inside, I'm building up something inside of me called integrity, right? And here's the thing, right? So, so, so Jesus is saying, right? Well, before I get there, that's another question that I'm bringing. The, the, uh, the definition of integrity is the state of being whole and undivided, right? Being whole, not divided, right? Um, the quality of being honest and morally upright, right? That's integrity. And, and, and the Lord wants us to be morally upright right with him right and and not divided not divided so you know so jesus is speaking integrity to his disciples when he's talking to them he's talking about integrity right when he says instead of having to come out and explain all what integrity is to these guys he's just saying simply let your yes be yes and your no be no why is it important for us to have integrity why is it important Oh, dropped you. You, lo- you dropped us. I'm in my hand and I lost the phone. <laughs> uh, you got frozen there. Are you back with us, Rob? Go ahead. All right. Um, yeah, I was just, I was gonna, um, I was just gonna say it's, um, it, it kind of, enc- it, it encompasses everything. Um. You know, what, what, what was the question again? That whole phone dropping thing threw me for a loop. <laughs> why is it important? Why is it important for us to have integrity? Okay. Well, you know, for me, you know, and I, I always try to use I statements. When, I, when For me, um, it's important for me um, 
because as I'm uh, going about my day, uh, it, you know, it doesn't always have to be at church or at the church or doing, you know, at my seat group. If if I'm not um, displaying these characteristics in my in my regular daily life, uh, so that my kids see it, so that my wife sees it. Uh, so that people that come into contact with it, I mean, we're, we're supposed to be fishers of men. How can we be fishers of men if we're out on the, you know, if I'm out on the street and I'm, you know, yelling obscenities to somebody who ran a red light or, hmm. you know what I mean? So I think it's important to just keep that stature at all times so that we're always hmm. uh, showing an upright uh, position with God. Okay. All right. Raj? And then I'll come to you, Ed. I see your hand. I'll come to you after, Roger. I think um, being integrity, it's important to be integrity because it builds up uh, our heart to be pure. Because uh, we need our hearts to be pure in all the attributes of being integrity. Okay. Okay, hearts, pure hearts. Um, hold on a second, Ed. I'm coming to you. Eddie Horton. Okay, Ed, go ahead. Yeah, I believe of being a man of integrity is being a man of trust. People, people, you gain the people's trust. Okay. Okay. Trust is a big one. Gotcha. John Martino, what do you think? But why is it important? Mentioning the dis- display of your of the quality of the person you are. Hmm. You're like that does getting back to the yes, a yes, you know, a yes is a yes, and that's it. It's a, that the, is a display of a character, you know, uh, quality of your character and and integrity. Man, okay. Uh, I see. And come on, in John Rubiano, give us some knowledge. That's a good subject, you know. You know, I see it. I think integrity is a big part of being a Christian, you know. And being part of uh, being a Christian is to lead other people to Christianity and to know Jesus, you know. And you cannot win respect if you don't have integrity from Mm. others. You can't be a good role model. You can't be a leader if you don't have integrity, you know, uh, and affect people in, in a positive way. Hmm. You know, you're not going to affect anybody. You're not going to be an influence on anyone if you're not a person of integrity hmm. or a good character Oof. as a Christian. Man, I'll tell you. Demands, Christianity demands that we live our life with integrity. Hallelujah. Amen. Good role models. Amen. You know, um, you know, I, I, Alan and, and Andre, you know, I was going to come to you guys, but, but everyone is right. But John Rubiano hit this thing so squarely on the head, right? Jesus is telling his disciples that their yes be yes and their no be no because he knows that he's going to be sending them out. And the gospel of, of, of his life, the gospel, his life, is going to be resting on their shoulders. And it's important that people, when they hear them, believe them. Right? And, and, and if they're known as, as, as uh, charlots and, and, and liars and, and thieves, then how is anyone going to believe that these guys are telling the truth. And what makes it more powerful, right, is, is when they've been known as Charlotte's thieves and scandals, right? But all of a sudden their life's been changed and now they're walking in integrity and now they're telling the story of Jesus Christ and people are going, I knew this dude back when and I know him now and this is a different guy. Yeah, amen. It brings such a power of the gospel onto other people. When they see us and they say, Wow, I, I remember that guy and I couldn't trust him. I, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Right? But now, he's changed. Right? Now, he's a different man. And, 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 and his integrity just goes out before him. And, and now, what he says, I believe. Right? And that's, now, we can, now we can preach the gospel. Now we can tell other people about Jesus Christ and them not look at us with a crooked eye wondering what our angle is. Right? Wondering, well, what are we getting out of this? Right? 
Um, integrity is such an important part for that reason. You know, it, it, now, don't get me wrong, guys. So here's the thing. God always does things in multiple facets, right? He doesn't, he doesn't just, uh, just do it for one particular reason, right? He might have a very important reason as to why he's doing it, but there's other facets to his work. Right. So, for instance, he wants us to have integrity and to operate in the realm of integrity so that his gospel can be pushed forward. But also, what does that do for us in return? Right. There's a reward for us. and It changes us. It transforms us. It makes us more capable, more able to do the call that he's called us to do, to be able to do the work that he's called us to do. Right. That gives us more authority, more power in that area in order to be a, um, an influencer in the areas that he's called us to be. Right. And, and it blesses us in, in, in our families. It blesses us uh, in our marriages. It blesses us in everything. Because when people can look at you and, and trust your word, that means uh, that means so much. Right. Um, I believe uh, Solomon said that your name is worth more than all the silver and all the gold. Right. Meaning that people being able to trust in you, people being able to believe in you that your integrity should stand much higher and it's worth more to you than any amount of gold or silver you can gather, right? Yeah. And Jesus is talking to his disciples here and he's saying that to them. And, and with a simple thing of let your yes be yes and your no be no, because that's the start of integrity. That's the start of, of you being a man of God. That's the start of, of uh, you being a pillar in your family a pillar in your marriage, pillar in your church, right? When people see you and they hear you, they believe you. And, and, and it just can't, it can't go any, any deeper than that, right? Can't go any deeper than that. So here's a question I have for you. Um, how, then, how then are we supposed to operate when we have given our word and we can't no longer fulfill that word? What should we do? Because we're going to fall into those places, right? Things change um, on a daily basis. Life changes. So we might give our word to do something and then something comes up, something, I mean, life changes, right? And, and we're unable to do that. What should we do? I think uh, if I told Bobby I was going to do something and something came up that was really, really pressing that had to be done immediately, and at that time, I should notify him immediately. As soon as I knew that that was going to happen, I should notify him immediately so that I don't leave him hanging at that time hmm. so he can find other options to do that. Okay. John, did you have something different, John Rubiano? Uh, along those lines, actually. But, you know, if you're a person of, of integrity, then you have to practice honesty. And the best... You know, in my opinion, my life, uh, the best uh, way of dealing with that is just to be honest with the individual, you know? Yeah. If you're not going to uh, keep your word, you know, just talk to them, be honest about it, you know, be truthful. And uh, I'm sure that they will understand in most cases. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think honesty is important. Okay. Um, Raj, come on. <clears throat> I think uh, somebody said earlier about uh, counting the cost before you uh, make your decision, yes or no. And whatever that is, if it is a yes, it's a sacrifice. You have to honor your integrity and follow through. Unless, like Alan said, unless some sort of drastic measure came up, it better be a good one. Because us men, we have a whole bag of excuses and we just rumble in there looking for excuses because that's what we have. And um, so it's sacrifice. If it's a yes or a no, and uh, you counted the cost, you said yes, and you've got to make that sacrifice and follow through with it. Hmm. Okay. Andre, any thoughts? Yeah, it really comes through, especially when you're dealing in corporate America. And... Uh, there's all kinds of things that happen, and uh, you know, it, you know, when you, especially when you're, you're talking about uh, documents and the way things go, people trust the person that they work for. Um, 
general manager for Lowe's, and I was in charge of 250 people. So when things came down and uh, different, different, we had to go left, then go right, then go left again. The only thing that was left, the thing that held you up, is your integrity. So people trust you if they if they trusted, if they knew you had integrity. Hmm. John Cambio, how do we get out of it? <laughs> well, you were saying that um, what happens when you say yes and then something comes up and then, you know, how do you handle it when you go to say no? And I'm thinking maybe that's why Jesus was saying in verse 34, but I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. So just let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't swear by heaven or by Jerusalem or anything like that, because anything beyond your yes or your no is of the evil one. So I think what he's saying is don't mess with the holy stuff. Just listen. Uh, John, can you cut the grass Saturday? Yes or no? If it's yes, and then you have a, a breakdown, of, uh, your car broke down, well, now it's no. It, it, let it just be a yes is yes, and your no is no. Don't swear by heaven that you're going to cut the grass. Because I think it was uh, in verse 36, he says, nor shall you swear by your head because you cannot make one hair white or black. So there's some things we can't control. So don't go swearing by heaven that you're going to do something. Just say yes or say no. Only, you know, we're sacred, but we're human. While we're walking this earth, I think that's, I, I'm, I'm making up my own, my own, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, when, uh, when people talk about, uh, what's, what's that word? When, 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 well, commentary. I'm making up my own commentary. <laughs> so I don't know if it'll ever, I don't, I don't think it'll ever go to print, but. <laughs> You know, I think that's why he's just saying, just let your yes be yes and your no's no. Amen. Don't, don't, Amen. You know. So, so you know, life is 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 like that, right? And um, you know, I'm I'm in agreement with everyone. Um, and you know, if you say that you're gonna do something, you should have it in your heart that you're gonna do it, right? It should it should be in your heart that you're gonna do it. Um, but things do happen, right? Um, life ha- comes up sometimes, right? You know, us guys, right? We got a lot going on, right? My my calendar. Sometimes Marissa puts stuff on my calendar I'm not aware of, and then so I'll agree to something, and then all of a sudden I'm looking on the calendar and I got two things at the same time, right? I can't do both. Can't be in two places at one time. So now I'm in a dilemma because I've already agreed to do something, right? And I forgot that I agreed to do something else. Right. So now my responsibility is and you guys have all kind of talked about it. Right. But there's a a part in there that you missed. Right. So I should instantly contact the person that I've agreed to do something with. Right. I should call them. Um, Well, a lot of new bridges around Rhode Island. So when those beams were designed to hold up a certain amount of weight. So if I drive over over the road bridge, I'm believing that those beams have the integrity to hold all the weight. So I think the trust kind of goes along with, with the integrity. If, if, if the integrity has been proven, in other words, if I'm the first one going across the bridge, uh, you know, I might question it a little bit. But if I see this cement truck going across and a couple 18-wheelers going across, well, now I know the beam's got integrity and I trust it. So I go. So if I've seen Pastor West under pressure and I've seen him react in a certain way, where he protected his family, or he did whatever he whatever he whatever he said he was going to do, he did. All of a sudden, now I have trust in Pastor West because I saw him do what he said he was going to do. I saw his mm. integrity. Amen. 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 You know, um, I see you, Raj. We're gonna we'll come to you. You know, so I like I really like what you said, John. And if I could take that just a little bit deeper, right? So it's, it's more so than even. Um, by seeing the the heavy dump truck go over the bridge, right, and, and it trusting, it's the knowledge of the construction of the bridge, right? You, you mentioned earlier that you know if you knew that the beam could hold so much, and this you know strength of of this material can withstand this much pressure, right? It's the knowledge of of knowing that. Hold, hold on a second, 
that beam can hold my car, right? Uh, that bridge can withstand the weight of my car going over it, right? So I almost, I almost kind of don't even necessarily have to see the dump truck go over it for me to have trust to know that I can go over it, right? Um, right. Raj? Enjoying uh, John's uh, analogies, construction analogies, <laughs> um, especially the Quonset Hut Bridge over there on Route Four. Uh, all bridges, we're looking at you know trust. Come on now, we're looking at a bunch of stones piled up on these tin cans that we're going to drive over. So, but getting back, what is trust? Is um, <clears throat> I believe it's uh, faith. Um, I got to believe in my faith to have trust and if I trust in God, Jesus, you know, my faith builds up and, uh, and that, that builds on my trust and, and having that trust people around me, my, my circle, my family, my wife, uh, will trust me because of my integrity of things that I do say, my actions, whatever it is, they trust me. You know, I built my home. Uh, they trust me. Um, I provide for them. They trust me. But all in there is, is my faith, how much faith I have in Jesus to build up my trust. Okay. Okay. John Martino, anything? I was thinking in terms of uh, faith, uh, having uh, faith. Uh, trust would imply that you have faith uh, in confidence. Uh, in the analogy that the guys are using uh, about the construction stuff, uh, that, um, if there's that bridge, I have to have I have to have faith that that thing is going to uh, is going to hold my car when I cross the bridge. I have confidence that the material is going to do what it's supposed to do. Likewise, in an in, uh, in an individual, for instance, for instance, with you, uh, uh, PW, if I, if I trust you. That would imply to me anyway that I have faith in you and confidence in you that you're going to uh, come through with, uh, be it if you said something or you're going to do something. But uh, faith and confidence to me would imply trust. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, so there's there's a couple of things right here. One is trust. God's got to trust us, right, in order to do what he's calling us to do. Right, and if he can't trust us to do it, right, he's just going to call on someone else to do it because his work needs to get done. So there's a trust that we build within ourselves that God can trust us, right? But then there's a, there's a as we operate in this, this realm of integrity, um, there's a trust that we build with others, right? And, and like John Martino said, and it goes back to what John Campbell said and Roger, it, it comes back to them having seen our yes be yes and operating in that, Right? And knowing that they can trust us to do what we're said we're going to do. And, and that's big because now, if I want to sit down and I want to talk to them about the gospel of Jesus Christ, they can trust that what I'm saying is true. Right? Um, trust is, is one of those things that's built up, that we receive, that, that we manifest in others, in us, through operating in integrity. So as we operate in integrity, we build trust with others. Right. They see us and they trust us. Right. And that's important for a man of God. It's important for a man of God that people um, see you and they trust you. Right. And another thing that integrity builds up is it builds up stability. Right. Jesus says that um, if you are uh, lukewarm, I'll spit you out. Right. It's better that you're either cold or hot. Right. If you're cold, I understand <laughs> Don't want you to be cold. I want you to be hot. But if you're lukewarm, that's worse, right? Um, because because we need to be we need to be stable so that we're not wishy washy, right? Stable. We're not blown here or there by every wind that comes along, right? We have to be careful that because there's a lot of winds, guys. There's a lot of strong winds that come along. There's a lot of strong strong personalities that come in with with good theory and. You know, and they can they can give it to us, and all of a sudden we're believing in something that's taking us away from the truth, right? Uh, we see it all the time. We see it all the time. You know, someone comes in with their own interpretation of something, and they sell it, and then everybody starts to float away, 
right? Yep. We have to be steadfast, right? Sturdy. Now, I was talking with Roger once, and we were talking about, um, you know, big, strong trees, right, that are, that are planted, that, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what storms come their way, the trees stay planted, right? Oaks of righteousness, right? That's what the Bible considers us. They, 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 he refers to us, the scriptures refer to us as oaks of righteousness, right? And, that's, and if you think about that, it's huge, man, because there's some huge oak trees that, that it doesn't matter what's coming up. Typhoon, hurricanes come through, that oak tree is standing strong, right? And that's what we have to be, and that's what integrity builds in us. It builds in us a steadfastness, a stability that makes us oaks of righteousness, right? I think there's a sermon in there somewhere. Right. Makes us oaks of righteousness, right? Um, we're able to be stable in all that we do and all that we are, right? And it's important that we're stable. It's important that people see us as stable, right? They, they, they can't see us as, as in one day, out the next, right? As, as, as uh, well, you know, when he's here, man, he, he's strong, he's good, but then, you know, we don't see him the next week or we don't see him for a whole month or, or whatever, you know what I mean? That's, that's the wishy-washiness that, that God's talking about, right? It's being strong and steadfast. And, and when our yes is yes and our no is no, it builds in us integrity. And integrity, in turn, builds in us a steadfastness, right? It, it, it builds in us because of the trust issue, because of, of all the things that we've talked about today. It builds in us the ability to be steadfast. Now, can life come in and, and knock us off our feet? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. But the steadfast man um, knows that God's in it with him and that God's going to bring him through it, right? And that's what makes us steadfast is the trust and reliance on who God is in our lives and how he's operating in our lives, right? And that's what allows us to, to allow our yes to be yes and our no to be no as well. Because if we know that God's in it with us, that God's going to work it out for us, that God's going to you know, bless us and, and, and watch over us and, and keep us then our yes can be yes confidently, right? Because we know God's there and God's honoring that, right? Um, a stable man is like a cedar of Lebanon, strong and sturdy and unmovable. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? We have, any, we have any cedars of Lebanon here on this Zoom this morning? All right? That's what we need. That's what we need, right? We need that in our churches. We need that in our families, right? Cedars. Of Lebanon, right? And I don't know, Roger. Do you, do you have any 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 idea what what's a cedar of Lebanon? I have no idea. Is anybody? Well, in construction terms, cedar is a very it's it's not as strong as oak, but cedar was a uh, you, you should know in the uh, they they use cedar in their building back in the Old Testament, and uh, so they recognize that wood as a strong wood. That's mm. what they used. And cedar is a, uh, a long-lasting wood in the environments, as far as water and things like that. It's long-lasting and it's light to work with. It's not heavy, uh, but it is a strong wood in that aspect. But the cedars of Lebanon is so they kind of use that as a metaphor, saying it's the best tree to use in there. But I really like the mighty oaks of righteousness. Mighty oaks is much stronger. Mm. Uh, it doesn't withstand the environments as far as the if it gets cut up in, in the, when it gets wet, it's no good when it gets wet. Right. It doesn't lap. But in that, you know, just in a lumber field. But uh, yeah, uh, cedar is a very nice wood. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> All right, John Cambio, then we'll come to you, John Martino. Go ahead, John Cambio. Right, just real quick, I, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that bugs don't eat the cedar either. <laughs> no bugs. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? If we're like the cedars of Lebanon, then the, the evil bugs out there, they, they can't get at us. <laughs> I like it. I like it. John Martino. That's exactly what I was going to say, that if, if I'm not mistaken, the cedar has a natural repellent for any wood-boring insects. Yeah. So to me, it was kind of symbolic about the... Uh, the, the uh, cedar repelling any uh, um, invasive attacks of any sort, be it spiritual or, you know, symbolically speaking, that is. But nice. Then, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. 
And you know, the last thing that, uh, um, that integrity builds, guys, and it, it allows us to build the ability to commit, right? Yeah. When our yes is yes and our no is no, we're no longer men that are afraid to commit, right? Um, I know my life, guys, you know, there was a point in my life where I would not commit to anything. Because I wanted my options open, right? I want to be able to do what I want to do, right? I want to be tied down to something that I committed to, right? And I believe a lot of guys feel that same way. They want to be able to kind of float and do what they feel they want to do, do what they think is best. So they don't want to commit to anything, right? And that's, that's wrong. So we, we should never be afraid to commit to something, guys, right? And, and with all this being said, we shouldn't be that guy that's, that's you know, in the middle, maybe, Right, afraid to commit because I don't want to break my word, you know, um, because I know that's valuable, but at the same time, afraid to say yes or no, right? Um, that's not what we're talking about here. We're, we're talking about men that are steadfast, that know who they are, that know who their Lord is and their Savior is, and is not afraid uh, to give their word to commit to something, and then once they commit to it, following through, right? Following through. And that's huge. It's huge. That's what the world needs to see, um, especially in these times, right? The world needs to see some men uh, that are steadfast, committed, um, and, and stable, right? Um, that's what we need. That's what, that's, what, that's what I believe the scripture is referring to when it says that the creation eagerly awaits the sons of God to, reveal, to be revealed. It's waiting for those sons that are steadfast, committed, stable, um, trusting uh, men of integrity. Right? These are the these are the people. These are the men that are gonna that are gonna uh, that are gonna be in the kingdom. That are gonna be on the world. Right? That Jesus is gonna call in as his brothers. That God's gonna call in as his sons. Right? These are the men. All right. And, and that's, what, that's what we're working towards, guys. That's why we, we work through the attitudes. That's why we do this, right? Um, we meet to talk and discuss so that we can build, God can build in us, right, in integrity. He can build in us a steadfastness. He can build in us a trust, a commitment um, to do his work, right, to honor him in all that we do in our lives uh, so that others can see it. Right, it's not about us. It's not about you know Pastor West and, and and everything that he does. It's about who's affected by what I do. It's about us being able to go out into the world and show the world who we are, so that God can receive the glory of that. That's what this is all about, right? And that's why it's so important that your yes is yes, and your no is no. Because you bring honor to God, or you bring dishonor. People know you. They know. That you, you're, you're a man of faith, right? Um, and so when we don't honor those things, we don't bring honor to God, right? And that affects, that affects uh, our testimony. And that affects the ability for God to win over other souls, right? And that's what it really comes down to, right? Any other thoughts before we sign off? Any other thoughts? You know, I really, I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate your steadfastness, your commitment to uh, Saturday mornings uh, to come in and just to grow together, right? That's what this is all about, man. It's all about growing together, right? Um, one of the, one of the uh, things Rally Point stands on is, you know, um, together we're strong, right? Separately, we, we, we can't, we can't do this thing alone, right? Only together are we strong, right? Um, and, and, and that's why we do this, right? So we build each other up and we, and we stand by each other, right? And, and we support each other. And, and in that, um, God does a great work in us, right? And he allows others to see that and others to be a part of that. And, and, and we see God's church grow, right? That's what's important. That's what's important. So I love you guys. Um, I love you too, Wes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yep. Uh, John Cambio, you want to lead us out in prayer, sir? Oh, sure. Yes, sir. Yeah.
thanks so much for waking us up this morning. Give us another beautiful day. Thank you for my brothers that were able to get together this morning and uh, dig into your word and uh, really decipher what, what the true message is that you want to give to us. So we, as we leave this meeting this morning, we want to walk with integrity. Uh, we want a yes to be yes and a no to be no. You know, oh, yeah. We want to do what's right in your eyes, bring glory to your name. And uh, not only for the people that we come in contact with, but especially our families, our spouses, our kids, they need to see that integrity and character and uh, steadfastness and stability uh, in each of our homes. So, Father God, I pray a special blessing on each one of these families represented here today, even those that couldn't be here today. We look forward to visiting with you tomorrow morning in service. And we thank yeah. you for one yeah. for us today, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Bless you guys. Be blessed. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. All right, man. Later. See you tomorrow. See. Thank you for tuning in to today's Rally Point Men's Meeting. And uh, I'm Pastor West, and I'm truly grateful uh, that you take time to listen in and uh, just walk with us as we walk down this journey of life as men. Um, thank you. And I hope that as you go on with your day and as you go on with your week and your month, that your yes would be yes and your no would be no. That we would be men of integrity, men that are steadfast, committed, and trusting. Cetus of Lebanon. Bless you and all that you do.